So we're on day three of our Le Jog with Arrays Miso. This is a follow-up podcast to the original one I did with Paul and Jill Cook. Paul and Nigel are now partway through the ride with their friends. And this is Kyle and I having a little catch-up in the bar after dinner. Sorry about the background noise, but hopefully you find this quite interesting. We're in Worcester tonight. Um, you've got Kyle and Rob. We're going to get some audio from the guests, but we thought this would be quite good to give sort of our take on things. Um, so, Kyle, you're, you're here. Say hello. So, is this um, is this the clean version, or we yeah, just we'll, we'll keep this one clean. Okay. Um, we leave the guests to give the dirty version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, uh, <laughs> the warts and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, from our perspective, we started on Sunday. Yeah. driving down so we drove down to Land's End we've got Carl, me and Paul it's good fun actually it's a good three I think that, yeah I, th- I think there's well there's a 30 age gap between us three and I think the banter on the road trip is always it's, there's never a dull moment I think there's never a dull moment anyway yes. <laughs> I'm sure some people have seen uh, some of the posts but that's how I think we survived through yeah. these hours on the road cycling. And secondly, I mean, we've spent how many thousands of miles uh, yeah. in the van, and sometimes yeah, it's good just to lighten the meter a bit. Yes, yeah. And I think that's the the key thing we're probably trying to communicate here. It's these these trips are they're obviously they're a a challenge and there's a level of professionalism that is sort of for us at least is a given and you know we work our socks off make sure that the guests are completely happy but we've come to the conclusion that these trips are you know people have got to enjoy themselves and they've got to feel that they're with real people and I think to do that you've got to be willing to have a laugh you've got to have a laugh at your own expense and um, have a bit of fun and people like characters I think and um, definitely, you can't hide away from that. I think the thing is, this is not a race, or none of the the tours or the charity events are a race. Yes. So I think some people who are planning on doing it, like at the end of the day, you need to take things lighthearted. Um, and I think the big difference is that I'm, I'm obviously just. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think some people just take things far too seriously as far as cycling is concerned, um, Strava and Watson yeah. and all that. And I think we've got to say it now where our focus is not enjoying cycling, it's just doing those things, hitting those numbers yeah. or getting those KMs where sometimes you just need to just stop and just enjoy yeah. Yeah. taking or drinking the views I mean some of the places we've been through are yeah. absolutely stunning and I think sometimes you talk to some of the guests on some of the other tours the uh, uh, mythical mountains mythical mountains and all that yeah. and all they're looking at is their power meter and not looking up and looking at the views of yeah. the Stalvio Alptuas of Vontu I mean all those are just magical it's yeah. just absolutely I mean I think the mythical mountains for me. I think I've done probably most of your yeah, tours, yeah. and I think that for me is just—it's just my like every day. I think I think the first two days you're like, wow, this is—it's like I can't think of it getting any better. Yeah. And then the next day you're like, no, 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 something's this, yeah, nah, this is peak life. Yeah, and then just gets 
It's just breathtaking, isn't yeah. it? It's just... I, I, I mean, that's the thing. So, like, this lands into Johnny Groats. We had the introduction where Paul and, and his wife, Jill, um, had the interview with me. And I think it's really easy to forget. And this is probably the... This is a world first. There are two people doing this with asbestos-caused lung cancer and that they've got a terminal diagnosis. So this isn't like we're doing Land's End to John O'Groats as sort of, you know, because we want to do it and that, there's not really much to it and we could do it at any point in our lives. They're doing Land's End to John O'Groats for an incredible, almost like mind-boggling reason. And I think there's a huge amount of pressure goes into that. But the key thing is they've got they've got to enjoy themselves. I mean, yeah. this is ten days. It's not sort of well, I'll suffer through it for four days and there's light at the end of the tunnel. This is ten days. This is a long, massive, massive journey for everyone. So you've got to enjoy yourself. You know, you've got to have a bit of fun. And if, like last night, they, everyone had a couple of beers. Probably, you know. Let's be honest, yeah, from a cycling perspective, everyone was a bit worse off for wear. Today, yeah, very you know, delicate like, this morning. Yeah, there was some delicate heads and stuff. But it, this is friendship-forming stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, or friendship-affirming, um, not forming, affirming stuff. You know, they're all good friends. and It's this, the making memories, which is the key thing. So that's the thing we probably stress, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. And Kyle, Paul and I are, are trying to sort of navigate that waters with them and, and make sure that everyone's having fun and it's not just you know 140k and we'll cycle it and look at Garmin's all day and then get to bed and go you know rest yeah. and repeat so yeah I mean that's it in a nutshell but so we're day three we finished day three and it's Cornwall our car road I, I, I've just driven a van so I, I rode but I was just looking at a screen where that was just well the garments are playing up so I think for the first 60-70 k's I had I literally had no idea where, where yeah. I was following Thankfully, your breadcrumb yeah, yeah. <laughs> standard mate <laughs> it's not the first time yeah. it's not my first rodeo no. but you, we went so, so you go through Cornwall and, and Cornwall is like if you've not done it before it's just up and down relentlessly up and down and there's a balance with Le Jog, you know, anyone who's done this or looked at this is you can either go quick and and basically go on very busy roads, or you can go up to the side and go on some of the side roads and deal with the fact that you're gonna be going up and down on tiny little lanes. And I think we've we've sort of managed to reach a bit of a balance really, um, between making progress where we need to and then Doing the doing the quieter stuff as as you know as we can to try and make the riding a bit more enjoyable and a bit more um, safe and everything else, but brings a challenge, doesn't it? I think I think the biggest thing I found is waking up in the morning, opening up the curtains in the morning, and looking at the weather forecast or looking at the weather outside, and it's yes, just because the day one was seeing dire. Day one I mean, was good, awful. Considering Sunday was glorious sunshine, yes, yeah. I was like, "This is going to be lush." And then the alarm went off at five thirty. We went to the uh, to the van with Paul, and we struggled to even get out of the van. It was it was a yeah. it stormed that night. Well, it? if you haven't seen it, I mean, we we put the we put the video on, on, yeah, on, on, on at, at Le Dom Tours on Instagram. It was tipping it down before we were even getting on the bike. I mean, it was I brutal. was googling excuses, and I thought, <laughs> you know what, like 
I know I was supposed to be on the bike, but I was thinking of every single excuse I could probably sit in the van that day. And I honestly, I, I mean, I was dreading. I thought, look, no one's going to get out on their bike because if I'm, I mean, I, you couldn't pay me to to ride in that weather. I, I did. Like, yeah. And, uh, it's more like slave labor. <laughs> so I was like. This is just brutal. I mean, it was it was horrendous. I just yeah. thought, I think the danger point at one point. We went in for breakfast, and I was like, yeah. hopefully they're going to call it a day, and we can chill out, get a couple of massages, have a few drinks, <laughs> enjoy the view, no. and we can taxi it to. But this was this was the impressive thing. I mean, the, the group were, I'm sure, nervous and they were worried, but they did it. You know, there was no doubt they were riding it and they rode it. That was. Um, Impressive. Yeah, I mean the the enthusiasm was just like it was the determination we're going to do it like regardless of whatever the weather was going to throw. And I mean that's like in itself. Or, but I mean besides the cancer and um, everything else, they are not cyclists realistically. I no. mean they've only been riding for. So less this than all a year. came up, a lot of the, a lot of them. It came about because Paul basically came out of um, treatment, woke up and said, I, I, I want to do Lanzetta to the Groats. And I think his friends sort of, yeah, I'll do it, not really thinking about it, in, yeah. in the great way that these things tend to happen. But, you know, normally it's over a pint, this one was over yeah. some chemotherapy. Well, yeah, it's an incredible it's story. And I was talking to him, and what's even more crazy is that he said he, he, he just got home and his wife was like, so w- when you plan on training when you're like obviously I think she was just trying to humor him from what I understood but he said my training starts now like so he literally got home from the hospital and I think he said his first form of training was just to walk to the end of the road which is like that's insane to have that sort of just motivation and drive that you're going to accomplish I mean just to walk to the end of the road (laughs) and now we're talking talking about doing a thousand miles I mean that's and then so we um so that was day one. It, it brightened up a bit in the afternoon, but then the hills kicked in, I think. And then we stayed in Bude. Bude, yeah. Bude, oh, yeah. Absolutely stunning town. Yeah. yeah. If you are going to be doing Lanzo to John, don't stay in Bude. No. Avoid that. Yeah. It's the Tour de Premier Inn at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, so Bude was twin day two, and then we went um, the next day... Again, it was a rainy start, wasn't it? The I forecast think, looked all right, yeah, but it, every it single was day raining. it seems to be rain to start, cold, and then towards the end the sun comes out and you're like, yes. But what I found quite strange was that I, I think for the first hundred k's, I'm just make. I mean, it's horrible. But what I've noticed, like, which is quite strange, is that towards the end of the ride, the last 30, 40 k's. Everyone seems to be hammering it. Like, yeah, normally you yeah, expect pace, people to be pace, yeah, knackered yeah. and like throwing in the towel or just yeah. chilling or something. But that's the the end of the day has been the fastest. Well, you, so yesterday we finished in Western Superman, which um, it's not got much to recommend it. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're about. It's glorious. It's like it's a, the, it's, a it's like the. The, like the niece, the was it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. promenade down yeah, place. So that's yeah, basically yeah, that's, that's the Western promenade. Uh, yeah, no. So we had yeah, Western Superman was very kind to us. We had the um, the council 
were very unforgiving with the parking of our van. Um, we, we parked it in a space, asked the parking warden if, if, if it was okay. He said yes. Um, we bought the ticket, all that sort of stuff, and then half an hour later that we got a ticket from the parking warden. So, yeah, thanks, Western Supermare. You, you've been great. Um, but we moved on from there. And, and that was today. It was a windy, windy start, yeah. wasn't it? Like a big, big wind. T- follow wind, probably. Tail, say. Tailing, clustering mostly. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of tailwind, which yeah. was good. I think. I think with everyone being quite delicate to start off yes. this morning, yeah. I think the the tailwind helped massively. Yeah. I mean, I was was stuck behind. Um, well, not stuck behind. I was with Paul for a bit, and we just got. I mean, it just pissed it down. Yeah. It just was horrible. <laughs> I was just thought, oh, maybe it's gonna. It was just. Yeah. I think those are. It's quite. It's one. Of, it's the days where you, it like it builds you. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Like mentally, mentally strong. Like um, I'm sure people are aware of uh, David Goggins. Yeah. What is he? What's his, his slogan? It's uh, not get hard because yeah. that's not <laughs> stay, that's hard. Not, stay, stay hard. hard. Yeah, stay hard. Yeah. I mean, get hard would be a whole different yeah, uh, fish. Yeah, that's a different game. <laughs> yeah, that's a different sport. <laughs> I, I, I think that is the thing with day three on these things. You're into the dog days, really, where like day one and two you've got the adrenaline and and everyone's excited it's new it's novel it's something you've prepared for for a long time day three and four tend to be the ones where it sort of bites you that you've still got an awful long way to go and you look at the map and um so tonight we're in worcester um you look at the map there's still a hell of a long way to go it's still yeah Uh, seven days of riding to go that's three down seven to go like that's we haven't we know there's halfway which so you think back to what you were doing this time last week, and you're going to be riding your bike from then yeah, until it's, then. It's like a, I think. I mean, I'm trying to not think about it because it, it's. If you look at the on the map where we are and how far we are, it's it's a it's, long way. Yeah, it's, it's a long, long way. So I think it's I, 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 yeah. Tomo- so tomorrow we go to Wilmslow, Cheshire way. Um, so there'll be the um, uh, a bit flatter. Um, but it's a bit more industrial, so we're sort of pa- obviously passing some pretty big towns, Birmingham, heading up towards Manchester and stuff. So, it, it, yeah, you're into the middle of it here, and I think once you get to Scotland, there's a different feel, or, or north certainly of the Lake District and above, different feel. But this, this is one of those days now where it's a bit of a challenge. The challenge really kicks in. Uh, the group have really done incredibly well, and you know it's inspiring to be a part of it but you know there's still a lot to go so I think it's going to be a continuing evolving journey um, I, I think people would love to know as well like because we've been spending a lot of time in the Premier Inns yes Greg's I think yeah. a review on the Greg's yeah. and the Premier Inns yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's so we inherited this Lejog. I think the group had originally planned it um, themselves and had someone helping with the riding and they, they sort of had a parting of ways, to put it politely. And, and so we inherited the route and the hotels and everything else. And it's kind of like with these things, any trip of this nature becomes about the hotels in a sense. You know, what hotels can you get 16 people into every night? And so there's some of that, and Premier Inns, Travel Lodges, things like that, they, they serve a purpose. Um, you know, they've not got much character, but, you know, they are what they are. And, and Nina in the group has done a fantastic job of organising all the hotels. And, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have the banter, we were saying earlier about having fun with the group and stuff. Nina's done us a solid, actually, and, and Kyle, Paul and I have all had the honour of sharing the same room, which Paul is, I don't know, I'm sorry, Paul, but how, we don't know how old you are. 58, 60? He's 60, he's I mean, he he, Yeah, he's in, he's in fine fettle. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a famous retired yeah. lawyer. He's, yeah, he's, he's a very, I mean, yeah. Does his wife know? Well, wait, is his wife giving you permission to share with Yeah, I know. I, think, I yeah. don't think she would have lied about no. the house if she no, knew. No. She was, and and she then you've got, us. obviously, Kyle and myself are... Um, much younger, much much younger. Very, I mean, I it's mean, a different lifetime. Well, um, definitely different. But <laughs> getting to share a room together and, and the stories um, that comes from that, and then the uh, the interesting situations you can find yourselves <laughs> in when there's three, three men in a very small bedroom. Yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we are. <laughs> and Paul's going through some really tough times. Yeah, Paul's. <laughs> Paul's going through tough times at the moment, yeah. so... Paul's having some saddle-related challenges. So, and, but yeah. adds to, I mean, a housekeeping that must walk in in the morning yeah. and realise three gentlemen yeah. are sharing uh, yeah. three... I mean... And I kind of... I'd probably say, if, if Premier in, the, the bed situation, I imagine, is kind of like Russian dolls, where <laughs> yes, know, yes. You, each one gets smaller. So poor Kyle is in the little child's bed. I'm in the cot. child's bed, yeah. yeah like I, Paul is in... I, and I seem to have pulled rank without realising it, because I get the double bed, which I'm very grateful for. <laughs> but I, I walk in the room each night, because normally I'm I'm busy. Paul and Kyle have ridden their bikes, so I'm parking no, the van. When you say you're busy, you need to explain what you're busy doing. <laughs> well, working hard. Working hard, yeah. yeah. Um, Athlete, mate. Yeah, well, well, this is it. No, tonight I, got, tonight I got quite lucky. I managed to... Um, there's a CrossFit gym that, that um, was in the town. Obviously, I'm sat in a van all day, so I'm not, I'm not doing much physical activity. You can tell. And there's a real danger. Yeah, Kyle and I were, were um, fat shamers, to be honest. We yeah. shame each yeah. other pretty, relu- uh, pretty yeah, yeah. ruthlessly. I think, I think Rob makes me aware every single time we're away. I think the last time we went away, I think I put on nearly a stone in 10 days. So, and some people were questioning me, saying that it was water retention. Have you seen the amount I ate and drank during that 10 days? There was no water retention there. The danger when you're in the van, you're in the van, and you've got a lot of time sometimes. I mean, you're, you're busy. It's one of those roles that until you do it, you probably don't appreciate it. And yet, I mean, we get it. You're what, not riding your what bike. What was the comment uh, someone had said that we are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you, you, you have a lot of time um, where, you know, you may be waiting for riders and stuff. And you've got a lot of snacks in the van. It's difficult. Yeah, yeah, that's it? difficult. Salt and vinegar crisps. You get attempted. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle can put away an unholy amount of salt and vinegar crisps. Yeah, there's, that's why it has to be hidden away from me. Yes, and um, that's the challenge. So you've got to stay fit. You know, you've got you've got to be. Uh, yeah, you've got, you've got to represent. Of course, yeah. You, YouTube famous now, mate. Yeah. So you've got to keep trim. Yeah, um, I think that probably covers everything we need to cover at this point. Three days in. Is there anything else you can think of? Oh, where do I start? I'll tell you what, actually. This has gone unspoken about so far, but realistically, the final night, we're, we're going to end up... We're in Scotland, and Kyle and I are quite fond of whiskey. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, I mean, best laid plans, we're undoubtedly going to wait, end up... Wait, wait. Well, it's going to be carnage. I mean, it's, it's, it's a build-up to the yeah. absolute... Car- However, we, um, they suggested that we do whiskey tasting. 
So I think Excellent. we need to do like a whiskey tasting, maybe like while we're in Scotland each yes. day. Yeah. I think it just adds a bit, of, like it's going to be cold. So I think... Adds pizzazz. Yeah. The danger is though, we I, I don't think you quite realise, driving back from John O'Groats to Essex, it, it's 12 hours. And 12 hours in a van. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to say that we went out in Rome yes. and we got back <laughs> at 3, 4 a.m. after some clients absolutely annihilated us. And we did a 3,000 mile drive immediately, That's very, very, very delicately. So, yeah. If we can do 3,000 miles, like in a sort of a it was a single drive, wasn't it? It One was. Drive. We can power through. We can, mate, yeah. it's just. The only, the only downside, I always say, is that the French coffee. Yes. Yeah. Wait, but we need to. Our tip for these type of stuff is bring an espresso. Yes, bring the espresso. We brought. Carl had the espresso machine. We kept meaning to bring it on tours. Bringing it is incredible. In saying that, we've made a fatal error tonight of leaving. Yeah. The van had to be parked about 15 minutes away from the hotel and the Nespresso machine yeah. is in the van which is going to prove That's to be fatal because uh, Travelodge coffee I can't imagine it's no, going to be no, very good it's going to be especially that that brand that uh, yeah, Costa, yeah Costa Rica the Costa Rica coffee mm. um, that wasn't that great so no. advice for as far as recovery now I know some people have been using um, like you know alcoholic beverages so what would your top to be for so, recovery I mean so I'm a big believer right in, in enjoying yourself so you could, if you want to have a beer have a beer but what kind of beer is it any particular like Guinness well I can't I can't drink beer because I'm gluten free so oh yeah um, tell me more yeah no well I, I would say have a recovery shake when you finish and then Enjoy yourself. Just stay hydrated. So have a when couple you of... say enjoy yourself? Well, you know, 10, ten gin and tonics. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. 100 gin and tonics. No. Have your recovery shake and do do that because it does make a difference. But then, you know, have a few beers. On a journey like this, it's about the memories you make and the fun you have. And you're going to have more fun. If you, if you enjoy a drink, you're going to have more fun yeah. having a drink in the evening and I mean some people I know on this trip have been struggling but with stay, sleep. sleep stay hydrated sleep yeah. is a, a disaster I, I'm one of those people who when someone in the room with me is snoring <laughs> I find it very difficult oh. to fall asleep yeah. and unfortunately Kyle he's a he's a very live lively sleepy <laughs> young man but he snores as though he's like a it dying happened, walrus it happened one time yeah. as far as I remember yeah yeah. <laughs> um, I mean Carl and I have spent a lot of nights in the same hotel room and I've nearly killed him yeah or slept uh, in the bathroom yeah I've, I've slept <laughs> in the bathroom before yeah. I now bring earplugs that are so Industrial. dense yeah they, they, they hurt your ears but anyway sleep oh, I don't know I mean Again, it, you don't want to go recommending drinking, but a it, nightcap, like a we, nightcap, does help people fall asleep. I think, probably, in fairness, and you know, the big thing though is you get stressed and stuff. And I, I'm a big believer in sort of your body will do what your body needs to do, 
and while it'd be great if you could have 10 hours of sleep or whatever it is you're not going to do it so don't worry about it just get the sleep you can get do the sensible stuff drink water you know have a few beers eat a decent meal have a recovery shake as soon as you finish don't have it like an hour after have it as soon as you can finish and then just enjoy yourself you know so what I was going to say was when you're talking about just keeping yourself hydrated I've been pathetic on this ride drinking um, drinking I think the first day was 155 kilometers 160 days I think I did 500 mils or 400 mils of water yeah, but you're is, African right you're African. yeah I know yeah I mean but that's just that's my genetics yeah. so I mean we we normally do weeks without water or food <laughs> <laughs> that's just this is how because we were deprived back in the 1800s so not much has changed as you can tell so so that just comes from years mate of just it's passed on from my dad so you know you've got to drink and I, I Kyle said it really well actually on the first night where um, it was you wasn't it was it Paul I'm going to say yeah, it sounds me. more like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah of you, course. You, you're Rational not mate. when you. Yeah, well, you're eating and drinking for like the next four or five yeah. days. You're not doing it for the day that you're riding. You're doing it for the following three, four days. These things tend to catch up with you and bite you in the backside. So if you have a day where you run really low on energy and and you know dehydrate or get sunburn or something like that, that's going to pay. You're going to pay for that in three or four days time it's so you know trying to think carefully drinking enough eating enough you're not doing it for that day you might feel great that day but it's the following day or the day after when you wake up and your legs feel like lead and you don't want to be on your bike that's the that's the time where you need to be you know you need to be thinking about it so 10 days of riding what you're doing on day three is paying off on day seven. Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, the more you can drink, and that's where it's great being supported because yeah. you know you, you can top your bottle up. You're not you're not so allowed to go, you know, 50 miles without seeing anyone to top your water up and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, that yeah, I think that's that's all solid advice. Um, trying to think of anything else really. Packing. I mean, yeah, packing. I, take everything, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just bring all your clothes, man. Because, like, I mean, we we you know, we're doing it in September, so it's anyone's gamble. But every bit of kit, literally. I mean, yes, the first set I think I went through two sets of kit yeah. from summer to winter, winter to literally thinking. Yeah. I mean, as you said, Africans aren't used to anything below twenty degrees, so. When it was 12 and raining, it was like riding through a blizzard, man. Yes. I think that's the key thing, is prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah, definitely. And on that note, we're going to get kicked out. Yeah, so can we just uh, plug in quickly um, who are these people, yeah, where to follow so them, it's how to donate, all that jazz? Yeah, Erase Miso. So erasemiso.org and Erase Miso on all the social media. Um, mesothelioma is asbestos lung cancer. It, it, it's not lung cancer, you know, caused by smoking, it's from asbestos. And the, the two people that are riding it who have mesothelioma in our group, they're not, um, they're not from a construction trade or army or something like that where 
you know, mesothelioma or asbestos lung cancer is sort of, you know, fairly common. Their, their normal, um, their normal lives, they didn't encounter asbestos. They don't know how they got it, and um, yeah, so they're, they're they're trying to raise awareness. And the key thing with this lens engineering is obviously they're raising funds for charity, um, Erase Meso being the charity, but they're trying to give hope. Paul told a really compelling story when I spoke to him on the phone this is a previous episode of the podcast when he was diagnosed he was told not to google it and of course the first thing you do is google it and it, it, it's a pretty sobering google res- uh, report I think there's yeah. very little hope you know you're told there's no cure you and yeah you, you know it, it's terminal and Paul's goal here and Nigel it, their goal is to basically give people hope you know, they want to prove that if they can do Lanzard to John O'Groats yeah. then you know it, it, it's hopefully not as bad as it seems and, and you know there's some exciting treatments and um, research and things like that but that's the real thing is hope providing people with hope so it, we'd love it if you could get behind it I, I have to admit before Paul and Nigel got in touch with us it, it's not something I was aware of I've become yeah, really more sensitive about it in fact I, I, as Carl was joking about earlier I went to a gym tonight um, in uh, in Worcester I was chatting with the owner of it randomly he asked why I was there and I told him and he suddenly started talking about um, the construction of his building and how they've been worried about asbestos in it and I think the more people that are aware of this stuff the better so yeah, at Erase Miso on all the social medias, erasemiso.org. If you could donate something, I'm sure it'd be fantastic and very well received. But otherwise, just, you know, follow it, talk to people about it, and, and you know, the, the raising awareness and just the hope. I mean, this is incredible. Paul and Nigel are doing Land's End to John O'Groats with lung cancer. The other thing is they've only got one lung, haven't yes. they, realistically? Yeah. It's an incredible achievement. One, one, you know, in a in a modern world where people do incredible things, this is sobering. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there you go. We'll catch up with you again later in the week. Um, let us know what questions you want to get. We're going to get Paul and Nigel on actually on the next episode, and we're going to chat with them. Let us know what you want to know. They're they're both really open about their treatment, um, their. Um, experiences everything else so let us know what you want to know and it'll be a fantastic interactive experience hopefully yeah fantastic yeah. are you ready for tomorrow I mean, well we'll... I've got to walk quite a long way to the van it's well, about a 15 minute walk well, so, yeah. I mean that's your training done for the day isn't it that's my training are you going to have it on Strava to see yeah obviously get a couple of KOs yeah, if, you don't, if you don't record on Strava it's not happening is it no. very very oh, Icarus I am Icarus mate that's what John about I am Icarus I've told you the yeah. story haven't you Maybe we'll leave that for another time. Yeah, next time. In, in the meantime, though, Chase Gin is um, fantastic. Yes, I'm impressed yes, by yeah. that. Yeah, it's actually. Nice. I mean, that's plug into. Yeah. Why haven't I got uh, shares in Chase Gin? Yeah. Um, we got a Chase Chili, but anyway. Yeah. So the gins tonight, because that just obviously mellows things up, and then we go to the as we move further north, it's the whiskey, mate, that's and the then whiskey. that's where the chaos all this. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we get Paul and Nigel, and then we just yeah. dabble a bit with yeah. the drinks in. Yeah. Should we get Mr. Fitzpatrick on? Because he, I mean, yeah, that we could We should be... get Mr. Fitzpatrick. He's a skillful raconteur. So Paul is a, a, a Yorkshireman, but he's a, he was a former solicitor 
a very good storyteller actually and a fantastic asset to um, yeah. the group so I think yeah we'll, we'll do that we'll get some more people on let us know what you want to know though we want to be warts and all about this we don't want to pretend that oh it's all great and it's all amazing and you know Lando to John Grace blah 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 it, it's a challenge be, you know you, there's bits you love there's bits you hate and um, yeah that's what we want to tell you yeah, until, un, until next time, um, there you go. Same time tomorrow? Yeah, no, same time three days' time. Three days, mate? <laughs> we'll, do it, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, okay. We've got to find new things to say. Well, of course, mate. Tomorrow? Oh, okay. We've got to find new things to say. Well, of course, mate. <laughs>